Hi, everybody. Happy Monday, and welcome to Weather Jazz, a world audience podcast about anything and everything weather, science, earth science, astronomy, geology, just about anything that you can think of in the sciences. And, of course, periodically, off topic episodes, typically that we do on a Friday. I'm your host. And the creator of the Weather Jazz Podcast, Andre Bronier. I'm the senior meteorologist on staff with WJW Television in Cleveland, Ohio. This is episode number 170 for Monday, March 29, 2021. And I encourage you, by the way, just in case you missed my Palm Sunday reflection, that was episode number 169. So uh, go back and listen to that one if uh, you would like. Uh, it's a relatively short one, about 10 minutes long, and it really goes off topic. And it's an episode where I reflect on the holy week that we have entered. So again, if you've missed it, I encourage you to go check it out when you have a chance. Well, we certainly have uh, some interesting weather that is facing us right now and we're going to talk a little bit about the wild swings of march we're still in the month of march and scott sable did uh, some interesting research he is our morning meteorologist at wjw just in case the name doesn't ring a bell and he occasionally will join me on weather jazz especially when talking about uh, super long range forecasting at any rate his research indicated that it was the month of march that had the greatest number of days where the temperature differences were over 20 degrees the daily high and or the daily low by comparison And here's a really good example of that. I've got it up on weatherjazz.com. It is uh, the deterministic forecast, 17-day forecast from the GFS model. That's the American model. And you're going to see in this graph on my show notes, episode number 170, two distinct short cold spills that... uh, kind of take the fun out of this very sunny month of March, which, by the way, I'm going to get to in just a little bit. But uh, we will see overall temperatures in the 60s, even some 70s, as you can see in that deterministic forecast, the yellow bars meaning the highs and the blue bars being the nighttime lows. But notice that uh, we're going to go from Well, almost 70 degrees and perhaps even a little bit higher tomorrow, Tuesday, in the Cleveland area, and then down into the 30s for highs on Thursday. And we're going to see some snow showers in the air. And that's how quirky the merry month of March can be. But uh, technically, you're saying Thursday is April. Yes, I know that. But I mean, this is still the season of extremes ups and downs that we're talking about and no it's not an april fool's joke that we're talking about snow showers 
just days after we potentially hit 70 degrees. Welcome to Northeast Ohio in the springtime. And for those of you that are listening from other parts of the country, that's what you're missing, uh, just in case uh, you're in a place where your climate is much more stable in the month of March and or April. It's a crazy month around here. I also saw another tweet uh, on Twitter. Uh, I monitor Twitter, especially the meteorologists all across the country. Uh, at any rate, uh, there was a, a gentleman who works at WPTZ Channel 5, and that is just across the bay from Burlington uh, in the Saranac Lake area of New York. His name is Tyler, and he tweeted, the Mount Mansfield snow stake depth, Mount Mansfield is the tallest mountain in the Green Mountain chain of Vermont, or the tallest elevation point. And obviously, they have a great weather station there. Now, I have also placed on the show notes, episode number 170, the Mount Mansfield snow stake depth chart. The black line is the average, and of course, you're going to see the gray lines, which has been all of the other years and some way over some way under this year which is the the current snow depth in kind of a a bronze or an orange color orange or brown ish if you will uh, has been well below there was only one point okay make it two i'm seeing two but one definitive point where it was above the normal that was the first few days of november and then right around the end of november right around thanksgiving it kissed and slightly went up above the average line but the rest of the entire year was really low. In fact, on December 1st, while Northeast Ohio was getting a major, major snowfall, apparently they got enough rain to drive the snow almost completely off the stake. It was almost zero on December 1st. It peaked down before going back up, and it just never recovered to the normal. It is well below normal. On this date, uh, which would be March 29th. Normally, there is 73 inches of snow on the snow stake at the summit of Mount Mansfield, the very top, the highest peak in Vermont. And this season, the current snow depth today, 33 inches. That's 40 inches below the normal. So it's been an off year, but you can see plenty of years. In fact, an equal number where it is above the uh, normal. Not this year at all. One more point of interest has been what's been going on. Uh, in the Suez Canal with that big cargo ship that got stuck um, and uh, interesting speculation as to how in the world uh, uh, that ship could have gotten stuck. Uh, some say it was a, a puff of or a blast of wind that pushed one of the sides uh, literally into the ground when it was going. At any rate, it, uh, according to the latest Twitter reports as of noontime today, the ship is free, and uh, they were able to dislodge it actually using the moon tides uh, because the moon tides are uh, much higher than uh, some of the other uh, the other tides that occur at non 
new moon or full moon periods because the sun and the moon are kind of working in tandem and pulling at the oceans just a little bit harder. And that's what causes the tides, by the way, just in case you were unaware of that. So when you have the sun and the moon in tandem or in position to work together, the moon tides, as they're called, tend to be a little bit higher, uh, both the high and the low. So they were able to use that extra uh, lift at high tide to kind of dislodge the ship. And uh, I'm sure that there were many other things that they were doing in tandem with that in order to get the ship free. So Let's hope that uh, the traffic, which is all bunched up at the north end and the south end of the Suez Canal, can finally get going. Uh, According to some reports, Egypt, which uh, collects uh, almost a a toll, I guess uh, you would say, uh, for, for the use of the Suez Canal, was literally losing millions of dollars a day because there was no traffic able to go in and out. Hopefully they can make that up because, again, there's a a whole lot of traffic all bunched up, both in the north and in the south. One more bit of interesting information before we let you go today, and that would be a great shot of the moon. Now, we were just talking about the moon. The moon was full this weekend. Hope you had a chance to see it wherever you are. And John Tryon. Uh, is a local Northeast Ohio resident. And what he does with images is truly amazing. He has a, a camera attached to what looks like a, uh, a telescope of some sort. It's, it's a huge, huge, huge lens. It's a close-up lens. And he tries to get aircraft right near the moon or going through the moon as a shadow. And then he uses a a couple of programs to figure out what aircraft it is. He identifies the aircraft and then puts it up there. So I have that image on the show notes, Weather Jazz episode number 170. Go check it out when you have a chance. If you're listening to this in the car, As soon as you have the ability, bookmark weatherjazz.com and uh, check out the latest episode, episode number 170, and you can see a a jet going straight through the center of the moon. So what jet is this? According to John Tryon, it is a Bombardier Challenger 350. It's a private jet, and when that image was taken— Keep this in mind. It was at 42,975 feet, essentially at 43,000 feet. It was just south of Cleveland making a pass by the moon at 9.15 on the 27th of March. That would have been Saturday night. I recommend that you add him to your Twitter follow list if you have a chance. His handle is at scanner jt1 that's s-c-a-n-n-e-r j-t-1 i will have that information on the show notes at weatherjazz.com well i hope you enjoyed today's episode i'm back on track last week as i mentioned 
Now, on episode 169, it was a very strange week with a lot going on with our, our schedules, which had some disruptions that we weren't counting on. So I was only able to get one episode out. Uh, and periodically, that's going to happen. I've got vacation time, too, during the year. I'll try to forewarn you ahead of time so that you're not concerned when that does occur. This week should be a normal week. And uh, that'll be a knock-on for Micah or anything else I can find. In this case, a computer monitor. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Help me to spread the word about this podcast and get the word out via your social media and or email or even over the fence to your neighbor across the way or just across the fence. And special thanks to those of you that have partnered to support Weather Jazz, Victoria Singer in Vermont, Will and Tonya Krause and family in Ohio, Christine Barnes in Ohio, Rose Moore in Ohio, Bill Martin in Florida, and Andrea Rich in Tennessee. I'd love to add your name to that list and pay close attention. There are only three days remaining for the special Weather Jazz deal I have going. Listen up. Here we go. Anybody who becomes a supporter at any one of three levels, the lowest being 99 cents a month, this month, March of 2021, if you become a supporter, I will send you a free copy of my autobiographical timeline, autographed if you wish, and it's called The Extra Mile. And uh, by the way, once you become a supporter and the links are all available at weatherjazz.com, just uh, scroll down to the end of the show notes of this episode or any episode for that matter, and you'll find the links. Once you do that, remember to send me an email at weatherjazz at yahoo.com. That way I can get the information that I need to send you the extra mile again. That's only for the next three days. So if you've wanted to become a supporter, you've been thinking about it, well, you've got three days and you'll get that free book. The offer will end on April the 1st. If you have a question or a topic suggestion, I welcome your input. You can easily reach me at weatherjazz at yahoo.com and also now via text and voicemail at the Weather Jazz Podcast Audience Connect line 234-525-5888. Again, that's 234-525-5888. And if that's too fast for you, you're in the car driving, don't worry about it. Just go to weatherjazz.com. And you're going to see it at the bottom of every episode in the show notes. Well, if you are listening to Weather Jazz via one of many podcast apps that are out there, remember to subscribe so that you can automatically download every episode as I make them available. And if you're in the Cleveland, Ohio area, or you plan to visit or simply traveling through, you can catch my 5 p.m. and 7 p.m. weekday weather segments on WJW Television, Fox 8, or online, live, anytime from anywhere in the world at fox8.com. By the way, I do have a slightly uh, quirky uh, schedule for this week. I'm doing the 5 and the 7 p.m., Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, but I will be doing the noon 
weather segments on Thursday and Friday, Good Friday this week, uh, just to let you know in case you're tuning in via online and want to check it out. Hey, we'll see you on Wednesday with another engaging episode right here on Weather Jazz. Weather and science across the globe. Jazz Podcast.